I remember hearing about next house, but I don't remember ever seeing a that baby. That was the earlier. That was the earlier days. The my super first, but what, my but like when you was after next Sidekick was after next yeah, yeah, my first cell phone was like some little Nokia joint. I feel like it was oh Nextel. I was so wild, Blackberry. Bro. Yeah. It was Nextel, Blackberry, and then Sidekick. I mean, I got on a wave with Blackberry. No, no. It no, was Nextel, Sidekick, Blackberry. Blackberry. Because Black Blackberries and Nextels was very business. They was like mm-hmm. a business phone. So and then he was like a trap. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I was business, they say with the BBM. Maybe me too. That was college. That red like green was fire in college. I was like, I can't have a regular phone. Everybody got data. Get out of here. Y'all remember that little ball in the middle of the red one? Yes. Had a little computer. Yeah, you dad had that. I remember. Dad had that. I know, because you could be talking about IBBM and you did not have a Blackberry. (laughs) (laughs) I had a Motorola or something at that time. I don't remember what it was. Because it was, I didn't take the sidekick to college. This was a, wow. Like, think about the technical issues that we thought we had then versus the shit that we'd be, like, upset about now. Phones was remedial back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we accepted yeah. it. We accepted They made calls. They may have taken a tragic-looking picture. Um, <laughs> but you was texting and calling, period. All your pictures was dead But we used to think those pictures was fire. What are you talking they about? They What are you talking about? They slapped. <laughs> we used to think they was fire. Like, you can't barely quality. see nothing. It's just shade. It's just a shade. Over and the dots. Yes. Shades and dots. <laughs> now That's these phones so- be looking like you got a whole... You know, camera extend vibe. Right, a scene, a scene. Okay. What are we talking about on today, though? (laughs) Besides cellular phones and time, right? Besides cellular technology. Oh, also back to the phones, real quick. I have all of my old phones because I very I seldom lose them. So here goes my five C. Wow. And I was showing it to Troy. He was like, "Well, I showed him something on my other phone. This is my seven. And he was like, why do you still have those? Like, right. all of my phones are cracked and dead. And I'm like, oh, no, I have all of them. <laughs> and I'm using my 10R now. So I'm still in business, period. If what y'all are you doing with seven? What are you with them? Well, I've actually been using my seven to go on live with so that I can have my fa- phone. This one I just uh, took out to see what's on here, but I took the SIM card out, so it does. I think, hold on, I had an old uh, phone out, but I think Tamario was like, why the F do you have this? It might have been something <laughs> with it. Because we can't go to the mall and put them in that machine and get $2 for it. That's why. Right, it don't count. But yeah, um, as you look for that, what are we talking about today? We're talking about kids, right? Children, a children type of a <laughs> a children question that I saw. <laughs> right, a children. No, yeah, you know we're not. Uh, all of us are not parents. JV is the is the parent, the new parent. Mm-hmm, um, but mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we're just gonna see what how we feel about it in the future. If this is something we um, will do, so it says, don't have children if you cannot accept that they will grow into a whole person with their own thoughts ideologies, sexual preferences, beliefs, and values. No child should be forced and conditioned into a mini you or fulfill your lost dreams. And that just hit me real deep when I read that. 
Why did it hit you deep when you read that, Kalila? Well, it hit me a bit deeper because um, <laughs> I just, I know, I know that I romanticized and have romanticized the likeness between me and my mom. And that's something that I feel like I was conditioned to believe and to accept and then just turn into loving and appreciating it. So thinking about actively omitting language like, oh my God, you look just like your mother or you sound just like your mother or you talk just eliminating these things that have become a part of my actual identity sounds crazy. And it just sounds like I'll be walking around the house on eggshells trying to not condition my child this way. So mm. that that really, it hit me deep because that's that's off the cusp. That's off the cusp. That's how we associate no. people. Like you remind that, me of this person. Oh, you look like th- that's so. It's quite annoying though. Right. It's very annoying because I think I told y'all before, people see me, you look just like your mother. Who else should I look like? Who? My parents. Mm-hmm. That seems the most fitting. So I get tired of hearing it because of that. Um, oh. That's what that means for me. Like that when people associate it's like, yeah, I look like them. They're my parents. Who else should I look like? Eddie Murphy? The fuck? That gets annoying. Mm-hmm. Um. But I do notice people be like, oh, a little me, you know, a little mini me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they, they have the mommy and me clothes. Like you're literally having a little baby doppelganger, um, <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. I don't know what they do for boys. But, you know, people like to coordinate with their children and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, she's talking about, she didn't, she didn't really specifically about like the way they look. She's talking about yeah. their, like what they believe and how they see the world. They're being, right. Yeah. I think um, that's where, yeah, yeah, it didn't hit me deep, but that for me, it seems um almost automatic um because you're gonna give your kids whatever of your choosing, right? So you're gonna take what you like from your life, whatever new shit you want to mm-hmm. implement, and you're gonna bring it on your kid. So by default, they're going to be a mini you because you're literally raising them mm-hmm. um, and grooming them. But it's once, you know, they start to come into their own, you'll begin to see whether or not their ideals gel with yours. So I think that that process happens later. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I, I think that the, the statement is interesting because even once I like got pregnant and found out I was having a baby, then I found out it was a girl. And like, I just started thinking about like, like all of the things in life that I want her to experience. And I think I I also think of that from a place of her experience and things that I didn't have a chance to. And who knows, like she may or may not like be interested. Like I'm like, yo, as soon as possible, I want to put her in swimming lessons because I can't swim. I love to travel. I love to do water shit. But the fear of, you know, being in water and not being able to swim is so like, crippling and so hard to learn at this age and I was like you know I I don't I don't want that for her or like being involved in arts or you know extracurricular like I was like you know I'm already like I want her to be in piano lessons at like three as soon as she could you know see and understand and take some lessons and be doing stuff but I think one of the things Mm, that learn the language Yep, learning the language. Learn the language. I think for me, one of the things that I, I will always have to remind myself is to be cognizant of what she likes. 
like not to force anything on her. Of course, I could introduce it to her and be like, blah, blah. But like if I if she get in a class and it's like, you know, she taking a dance class and she's like, my tap ain't it. Like, I don't want to take this tap class, but maybe she like jazz or maybe she like hip hop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be like pushing that down. Controversy. But that's also, that's also, it's funny you mentioned that because that's the literal thing that happened to me and the opposite. So my mother, I was in tap class and and um, because the class was open at nine in the morning, I told her, I was like, I don't feel like going to this class. And she was like, okay, she doesn't like it, so I'm going to take her out. Mm-hmm. I come, I turn into an, a musical theater performer who, who would have very much benefited from those classes and from you standing your ground as a we don't quit type of person. This is going to build endur- endurance. Like, so that's where, I, that's where another way that this hit me because I'm like, where is the wisdom from the parents? Where are you honoring the wisdom for, from the parents that comes from having a life? How how do you well, isolate them having how do you, their how own? Do you tell the difference though? Because I'm sure right. This is what I'm saying. On, you were putting on a scene to be like, I hate it. I don't like it. I, were you? No, no. It? I remember the conversation because me and my I, I, that's not that's how we were. I don't. We, it wasn't like crying all of that. It was a it was a dead ass conversation. Like I don't want to go to this. You, you don't you don't like it? No, it's not really fun. I'm tired. I don't I don't really want to do that. Okay, you don't have to. It was a very and and how do you know? And you know right. how do you know how to? It wasn't it, so. That's where this was like a trigger. Like oh shit! Like it's just it's just interesting. That's yeah, just so interesting. that's where it gets dicey for me. <laughs> that's where it gets a very whatever because you know people be like listen to your kids and they be knowing it. I, I, I. But in the same <laughs> hand, this little nigga is four. Okay, you not really you feel me telling me what you not finna do. <laughs> And what you are finna do. You know, that seems a little like it could get a little <laughs> scary because um, not all parents have wisdom. That's A number one. Some of you niggas be shooting in the dark, which is cool because we all got to figure it out. That's a part of the process. Um, but I do think, um, like both of y'all are sort of saying, at some points, like you need to really gauge when your kid may just be on some lazy shit. You know what I mean? Like, or... Yeah. Maybe like it ha- I think it has to be something of value, like oh, like the way you were saying, Khalil, like have a real conversation, mm-hmm. um, so that there can be some dialogue. Because if you're talking about you don't want to, because you're tired, you know, that's not gonna fly raised, for you. Yeah, like and then, but school, it also like, yeah, what other what? Because it's also like we all responded to the triggers of our own childhood, so. Mommy hearing tired, like, oh, I wouldn't want my, my child to be tired. I want this is recreation. It's supposed to look fun. Mm-hmm. But another parent, like, yeah. tired, tired builds character, bitch, get up. So this is all like, who, right. who's right? I'm trying to think. Who's right. Because I used to be in dance school heavy, six days mm-hmm. a week, Monday mm-hmm. through Saturday, period, like, no days off. This is from elementary school up until high school. And I don't remember ever being like, nah. <laughs> right. Well, I did used to play guitar. I played guitar and I danced. I started those at the same time. I did African dance and guitar. Guitar clearly didn't last. So I'm assuming that I was like, mm, that ain't it. I'm excelling over here. It could have been like a mutual, like, nah, she's taken to this more. Let's put yeah. her attention over there. But I don't really remember like that. And we, But I do yeah. think there's a... Growing up, we wasn't in mm-hmm. nothing. My extracurricular was was um it was it was learning like for us our extracurricular mm-hmm. would be 
Like in the summertime, my mother would take us, we would enter summer reading contests. Like and me and my sister, yeah, we, enjoyed, we enjoyed to like reading anyways, but like our local library would have a summer reading contest for like age groups and put you in your age group and you would go, you would have your library card, you would read your books, you would take a little test and you would like, you know, get little awards towards the end of the summer. Like mm-hmm. if you read the most books, like those were our curriculums until niggas was old enough to be able to like, take themselves back to to that point because of that like I probably would have done mad if they would have let me like and besides being in like show choir like I was in show choir because show choir was a class during school and that's not Mm. to say that my parents like didn't you know want me to be in stuff but I don't really think they knew you know I'm saying like my parents are one they were older so when they adopted me and my sister they were well into their 40s Mm. So for them, you know what I'm saying? Like in that older generation and they're raising kids, like that wasn't, and being in the South and they're from the South, like that wasn't a thing that was on their brain. So of course I was in show choir, but show choir was a class when I was in school. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was part of my curriculum um, during the day. And then finally, once So so do you think that, that that's why you're inspired to put is that a reason of why you're inspired to put Abby in a lot of things? Yeah, because like, that's your dream. Is that as a result of be able to choose and have these experiences and know different things and know if it's something that she can or cannot excel at? Because I feel like I didn't, like I didn't get to have that, that chance. Like, and I loved show choir down. If it was any like love show choir, now if I could have been in other extracurriculars, like mm-hmm. I, I was a cheerleader for one year, my junior year of high school. For some reason, I was like, I'm trying out for cheerleading. And I tried out, ended up making varsity. But I think they gave me a pity. Like, she's a senior. I can't put nope. her on JV. Because it took me a second because I had never done no type of cheerleading. Done nothing. any of that. Yeah. I, had, I, w- I was not familiar with any of that. So I wasn't a flipper. So it's not like I had been taking tumbling classes. Like, I could barely do a role. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they right. gave me the pity, put me in varsity. But I had to, like, <laughs> literally, I had to work my ass off to learn those like because that wasn't something like everybody else that's on varsity they've been in they've been cheerleading right. yeah. they've been on JV or whatever right they've been cheerleading since middle school my eyebrows look laced TV. on the low I'm sorry huh that was rough. I said my eyebrows look laced on the low yeah I'm they sorry. do so when real. I I, I, I did cheerleading as a junior because as a junior I was driving so if I needed to you know take practice after school I was driving myself to practice I was driving myself you know what I'm saying like on the weekends and it was lit mm-hmm. and then once I got to A&T I was like oh my god I'm about to try out shit was a dub okay I went to that you know, I had one year yeah I went I tried out freshman year I went my freshman year and I was like you know whatever I did it and of course I, I mean where I grew up in Washington shit was OD white so of course the styles of cheerleading was different definitely different but I was gonna say that Another thing that I didn't have under my belt that I could have was that was being able to quickly learn. Like I wasn't, you didn't have the repetition, right? That is, I didn't have the repetition, and I wasn't conditioned to get in and pick it up. And when we was at those practices, the girls that was there, like I remember them, they were teaching it and doing it once, and then people were just doing it. Yeah, right. (laughs) And I was like, like I couldn't. I couldn't do nothing. So I wouldn't yeah. want her to have, you know what I'm saying? Like those struggles of trying to do stuff like late in life, like me taking fucking vocal lessons when I'm 25, 26, 27. But or, since you know. it's never too late. 
of that's course, a number one too late but we have to get out of that mindset it's there is no time limit on none of these extracurriculars and things that's a number right. one numero though when kabibi <laughs> said that we're doing like what we are projecting is a reflection of our childhood and i was just like hmm. i was just like oh yeah like i teach in the very same manner I'm I'm not taking no shit from y'all. <laughs> yeah. None of them teachers were taking no shit from me. If you're not gonna at least try, I realized I was choreographing the show in Atlanta. It was 20, what was that? 2015, maybe 2015, choreographing this musical called Fancy Nancy. And it was a small cast, it might have been like four or five of them. And I was doing it and they just complained. Not all of them. But they just complain without trying it. And I'm literally watching, like, I don't understand how you can name yeah, this something doesn't, without yeah. trying. And this is also a job. These were adults, so these wasn't even kids. Yeah. So I'm looking at you like, number one, this is a job. Before you say anything, you should try it. Like, and if you see me doing it, then you should try it. So yeah. um, even if it's in school, like, if I'm tutoring, you know, I, I walk around with that kind of vibe. I think they gave us some little awards when we was working together, Kalila, at that, whatever school that was. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave us awards and I think I had got like a stern teacher award or something Yeah, like that. they gave us superlatives. Yes, that, that was me. Because that's how I mm-hmm. give it up. Because niggas yeah. wasn't taking, no, no wasn't really an option. Yeah. I don't remember saying no. I used to walk around, I used to give attitude. Like I would do it begrudgingly, but I would still get it done. Um, and that's only when I felt like really tried. But yeah, so I'm keeping that energy. I think it has helped to me. I, I'm going to find, you know, moments of not dragging kids. But I mean, it worked for me and everybody else I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not resentful. I don't have those kind of ideas about it. I feel like it's hard work. Like, ethic is something you also work at. That's a skill. If you bullhead and you watching tv all the time and then somebody come and interrupt your tv sessions you're not going to take that lightly so i think you know with some oh 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 and a legitimate reason from the kids maybe that could change and i feel like but, i'm gonna um, be a dip your toe in everything type of parent like what do you want to do oh you want to yeah wanna, try it out you want to dance you don't want to dance right. you want to cheer you want to play t-ball you want to play softball like i'm like whatever right. you want to do try it get in the game because you never know like what you're gonna like, and you never know what you like. Do. Yeah, you don't know what you like until right. you try it. So, I mean, of course, I'm gonna have my like list of things that I would love for her to be involved in, and you know, try to put her in and have her active. But if something else come up, yeah. like, I'm I'm open. If she's like, Ma, I don't really yeah. like ah, but can I? And I'm like, let's do it. But as long as you're doing something, like I, I feel like. Well, speaking of, yeah, the different. I think I will have that same type of. I'm going to have that same type of energy around quality time with family like that with that type of fervor that you're like oh I want to do this I want to do that like I have so many ideas of familial activities and games and and practices and systems in a household that I have I learned as an adult and that I see the break in my discipline and I see the break in my you know courage to try things or trusting people like there's certain things that I feel like yo niggas kind of knew more at home more if we were more you know vulnerable mm. or transparent like so i have that in my brain like nah like niggas is gonna be super open like all my my sons are going to be emotionally mature men like that's mm. how i i i have Heard that it. same type of thing for that yeah but is there is there such a thing as that being 
taught and conveyed in the home and it not translating to outside of the home? Because how do, you, how do you... How I do you, don't think so. Because I'm, I'm saying, I how do you make that... How do you make that happen where your child is super open and vulnerable and connected? Doing it. And that's in the house Doing with it. you and you're comfortable with that. But how do you expose them to be that way, like front facing in, uh, in, in the world as well? Well, children. Well, I'm saying the, um, that's how you, whatever you're comfortable with as a kid is what you do in the house and you do outside the house. So right. if, you're, if, you, if you've cultivated a relationship and, a, a, you know, this isn't theory, bro. Niggas don't know, but if you, like, if, you, <laughs> if you cultivate a relationship where you ask in and you, that's confidence. Anything in terms of being open to face the world, all of that is confidence. And I feel like the, the, the blocks in us that have to do with, like, I think for, like, in our thread, the biggest thing that we keep coming back to, huh? I said, I don't know if it's all confidence, but go ahead. Oh, Oh, I'm saying like the break that I see that's a thread in us that I am the way I envision it is that kind of thing where like um we don't like where other where we like yo like that niggas is just doing it and we have there's a qualifier. I feel like there's a qualifier that um I have that the reason is not the reason that I need it is that I didn't get it at home for whatever reason. Now there's so many layers and levels of what you could have gotten at home. Mm-hmm. But I feel yeah. like the, the same way we were talking about like DJ Khaled, like speaking those affirmations, that's going mm-hmm. to bleed into mad areas of that man's life. I, I mean, obviously he's, he's privileged cause he's deep, you know, he's DJ Khaled's mm-hmm. son, but I'm saying like there's certain practices as a baby, when you be seeing the, like the speaking and the speaking life and to living the life and to doing different things, like a parent that will apologize when they wrong, like how much of a, Respect for apologizing and apologizing. Yeah. And, oh, you said it right. Apologizing. And that's going to turn you into a human being that OD knows how to be like, oh, I was wrong. I'm sorry. And like, because yeah. you've been doing that. And I and agree with here's you. what I, I want to play devil's advocate. Hold on before you devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I agree with what both of y'all said, but it's been a while since I spoke. So brain fried a little bit. Um, Because I asked my father that, like, why you didn't drag me how DJ Khaled be dragging my kid? He said, I did. Okay. My mother mentioned to me, like, you don't attack things with the same kind of fervor that you did a while back. And I think, I think those things did happen in here. Not, not so much the, um, the opening and questioning um, and the apologizing, but um, they, they, they get a little feisty with me now because I respond in a way that's like, they're not used to. I was having this whole conversation with my uncle and shit. Like, we couldn't have them talks with our elders. And I'm just like, bro, but this is how y'all groom me, to ask questions. So don't get tight now that I'm asking the questions that you, like, raised me to ask. That's the one thought. And then in terms of, like, how that person moves in the world when it's being practiced, I think once you're out in the world, living like that, how, how other people receive those actions, then, like, they affect the way you move in the future. So like whatever experience, like say you go out and you're having a conversation with somebody, you're being mad open and you notice that they're not really taken that well. I think moving forward, there could be hesitation in how you communicate with people. Other times like, wow, these niggas think I'm weird. Yeah, I get that. I guess I feel like the the way I look at the house is that that is the time to build that armor. Like, you know, I think that there were certain conversations and instances and 
things that I know I wasn't equipped for because my mother had never dealt with. So microaggressions with the 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 the, the white folks in a in a theatrical or um you know what like artistic realm. Like there's certain things mm-hmm. that you're not equipped for. But I feel like as a parent, like I just think sometimes a lot of the parenting that I have experienced is kind of passive. It's just like, okay, niggas is fed. Niggas got their clothes on. We like, we, I'm doing better. And you are doing better than the majority. <laughs> but there's also a, Baby, them parents get tired. Like, what kind of core, yeah, like, what am I going to do that I don't even feel comfortable with to prove we niggas got to be disciplined? What am I going to do to step out of myself? Because mm-hmm. I know I don't want to, you know what I mean? So I guess that's where, like, I feel what you're saying. Like, you're going to change and make decisions when you're an adult. But I think, I feel like if, if your parents and people was watering you. I don't even mean adulthood. I just mean, like, say you're a kid who goes after something all the time. Like, we've seen it happen. Um, there could be one person. Like, say, for instance, um, what was that girl name in the same school? But she was a little Beyonce, remember? I don't remember her name, but she's clearly lit. She in she never school? been... The school that we used to work at. You oh, probably yeah, heard us remember. talk about her. Anyway, I don't yeah. remember her name, but she was a lit little kid. Never had been in class, but clearly had the fire right Mm -hmm. a student like that who's very she expresses herself you know like in performance teachers may not see it for her all the time right because she's too jittery she moves around too much so oh now class sometimes so she was she was a beyonce as a problem child not a beyonce i'm thinking of the dance girl that was uh no i'm thinking i'm talking of the dance girl i'm talking of the girl she was jittery but you know, kids oh, okay. who like to move and dance, they don't sit still. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. they hype. And it's not a all the time, but I'm saying a teacher who would be like, stop, stop, stop. You start to push. I think you start to pull back a little because it's not being accepted. It's not being welcomed and like, and honed almost. So I don't think you have to be grown for that to happen. I feel like if, if you mm-hmm. have those people in your life who keep like trying to like shut you down, there becomes, there like comes a time where you do shut down. And that could start from a really early level. That was elementary. Mm. I've seen it happen so many times. And you don't I think that one moment. blame the parents. Yeah, when you yeah. teach. I always blame the parents because I'm just like, you, this is your job to, to, to prepare niggas for the outside world. Just because this villain is in school doesn't mean that the villain should, should penetrate. Like, I just think that I don't know. Whatever it takes, niggas got to have that confidence and have that certainty. But And now this is where I go back to playing devil's advocate because I feel like sometimes there are instances where you may like meet someone or like not meet someone, but you know someone and then you meet their family or you meet their parents and you're like, wait, what? Like, how the hell are you a product of this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Where, I mean, and it could just be a public facing thing, but it's like, there are people who like grow up in the house and they act a certain way in their home and they follow the rules and they follow the structure and they do everything that they have to do in the home. But then when you, them outside of their home and outside of their family structure, they're a whole entire, completely different person. Like, I feel like that's a thing too. So even though you might be instilling you know, proper values and, you know, morals or whatever inside your home with your child and showing them how to communicate and showing them that, like, that doesn't mean that that's how they're presenting to the world. It doesn't always... I feel like, 
I feel what you're saying. And what I always say to that is feeling good, being good, pushing good moral values. It's not mad different. Like it's black or white. So I feel like when a kid rebels from something and rebels from a type of behavior and rebels from, you know, you being too strict or rebels from doing this, like the things that we know I'm actively not doing as my mom, like as adults right now, that's not, it's not like we're rejecting the, the bad habits. So if a child flips and comes outside like oh, a complete weirdo in comparison to you and you on the outside looking in look mad perfect, there's some some mishaps in your structure. Like y'all are not perfect because there's no way that this person coming from a loving home is going to flip side because they were there. They could, feel, they could feel the vibes behind your rules and behind your regulations. So I'm not talking about the rules. I'm talking about actually being a good, you know, feeling. I, I can't, I'm st- I just feel like it's a vibe. I don't think it's universal. I don't think it's universal. That's just, yeah, I guess we all gonna have to see. (laughs) We'll we'll come back when we um, all have our children. Mistakes. It's impossible. Right. Niggas is all... all, Or when you're trying to do good, (laughs) think of the times where your parents thought they was doing a good thing and you're really scarred by whatever that random thing might have been. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It'd be like, well, I was trying to protect you. I was trying to, you know, do but all I feel these like things. The I was... difference between that is I claim my family. Like, like I'm like, oh, no, nah, that's like, I'm able to look at my mom and say, I know. And I can look at that thing and feel like she did her best. But those kids that are turning their back on their family, they don't feel that way. They feel, they feel like that. that's the, to me is the difference is feeling that like being able to identify because it's what was backing her actions was actual love and truth and not just some outside ego type thing, even even, um, even with her mistakes. Uh, I'm speaking about myself. I don't, I didn't, didn't turn my no. back on my family, but there's shit they've done that I don't agree with. But I, was I know they did Jordan's, it. Like a complete different reflection from your family. I was, I was, go, I was still uh, talking on that one. Well, that's why, why it's everywhere. But I don't. I didn't want to use that example because she did have resentment towards her daughter. Um, yeah, but that's, that's little yeah, fires everywhere. That's how it happens. Yeah, I just don't think it's always. I don't think there's a, a one way. It's always going to happen. I think you could have one child and you could be trying your best. You know what I mean? Like doing everything you can with the tools that you have in your arsenal. And sometimes it should just don't always gel. I mean, for whatever reason. I feel like, and I think, um, Danielle, you said this earlier, it's like, yo, niggas is shooting in the dark, okay? Because, I mean, I'm literally, you literally are dealing with things as they come, right? And it sounds good to say, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have this structure, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But, like, in in my experience, I will say that, Abigail came and like shook up everything. So everything I thought that I was going to do or every schedule that I thought I was going to have or every way of doing things that I thought was like locked down, like this is it, this is how it's going to happen. It hasn't Mm -hmm. been happening. And I've had to shift and adjust to make it work for both of us, right? So Mm -hmm. even it's like, and even if it's small stuff with her, like, you know, being here now and it's like, oh, Oh, yeah, no, I'm getting that bassinet because my baby ain't finna be in the bed with me. Yup, I'm putting together that crib because sis is not getting in this bed. She not doing it. And I was saying that before I had her, like, yep, we getting this bassinet. We putting it beside the bed. That's where she's sleeping because, you know, you can't start that at, a, at an early age. You're never going to be able to get her out the bed. 
sis is in the bed with me every night. And it worked better for her and it worked better for me for her to be in the bed, no matter what I said. And in my brain, I used to be like, oh my God, I'm about to... I used to have this thing where I was like, yo, I'm so excited to one day have a family and be able to come home and make dinner, like do work and stuff with my kids because I used to love that part of growing up. Like my mom would pick us up from wherever she would pick us up from the Boys and Girls Club after school. We would go home, she would cook, we would watch Will of Fortune and Jeopardy, do our homework, eat. Like it was a schedule, we went to bed. Now, although I would love to do that, that's not realistic for my life because I'm coming home. I don't get, I'm not getting home. I don't get off at five o'clock where I'm home by six o'clock and we could be, you know, uh-uh. I get City living home. in country living is totally different. Right. Like I'm off at seven. I'm six, between six and seven. I'm not home until seven thirty, eight o'clock. Like who's doing that at eight o'clock? I barely want to give her a bath when I come home at eight o'clock. Like, so, I mean, I think you, it's, it's easy and it's great to have an idea of how you want things to be structured and how you want it to go and what it is that you want to do. But all that shit is out the window once the, once the kid is really there. And not to, I mean, right. it is. And then you can, so you can go back to it, but like you literally are just going and flowing I, with what's going on on a day to day. That's, and that's just from my experience. That's not just, I don't know. I don't know. Khalil about to be super mom. I can't wait to see. Not no, to shade I'm you, not but saying. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that I'm not going either. to make a, a mistake. I'm not going to. I'm not saying that I'm not going to make mistakes. I was just highlighting what my values are. So I'm sure, like you know, may, you know, if if I'm talking about these having these systems and having these values, these things happen, and then maybe my child might be the one feeling like, oh, I wish we went on vacations when we were younger, or I wish she like. There's always something that right. you're not going to cover. I, I guess that's what that I'm saying. In terms of behavioral things, right. like that to me is the most way that you to, I can feel like you can directly connect to what's happening at home. Like I feel like the other stuff. I'm, I was just talking about the behavioral things. I wasn't talking about the right. other stuff. yeah. yeah. And I guess, I mean, you can do all of that and it's still not shaped. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like, you can have the behavior and they just, they're not going to walk out like Teflon. Like, yes, I'm, you know, I'm dodging everything that ain't for me because me and my parents you don't feel like there's certain the You don't feel like there's certain children that are more enlightened and more mature and more in tune and more sharp than other children? You don't think that, you think that that's genes? You don't think that that's no, work with the parents? I don't, I do I don't think I, that's I, real. To that point, Kalima, I do I don't think, think there are kids like that. And I don't think that that's I, think, I look at that as okay. parents. I look at that as reflection. Like we all, I mean, yes, nope. I'm sure genes have to have something to do with it. But when you have a, a, a well-spoken child who got OD manners and you like, I don't know, no kids say yes, but you know that that's something that they've worked on. And for and all so all oh, I'm saying is that in terms of the that. confidence working out, for I'm going to work on that because I think that that's one of the major keys that I was missing. So Heard. like that's I feel like you could tell kids that ha- are like, oh, you your mama had you read this, uh, you elevated you you just now said that you something say that, that was. <laughs> now that you say that, I don't agree. Like <laughs> one of my little no? cousins, the sweetest girl in the world. All of that you're saying, very open, very all of this, all of this not her upbringing whatsoever. And it was like, I don't know where y'all found her. She is not of this world, nor is she of this mm-hmm. family. So it wasn't behavior at all. That was just her spirit. Her energy was like that. Wait, you met her. When we went to, remember when we went to Georgia sometime? 
if somebody had passed away and we like stopped at my uncle's house, and anyway, you met her years ago, and I'm I'm with yeah, I'm a with bright little that. shining beam because I could a bright think, yep. Mm-hmm. You could think of kids okay. like, in crazy ass like environments, and Situation. you know their parents is crazy as fuck. Like they not right. doing whatever, and the little kid is brilliant, sharp as a knife, beautiful manners. They sit still. They ain't you know out making a riot. <laughs> you know when they in the room, right. they play. They play with them. They mm. play by themselves. They know how to manage right. themselves. They know how to express what it is that mm. they do or don't need, and it's not because they learned it in the home. Yeah. I think it can happen both ways. Uh, yeah, and I don't feel I, like there's not, any surefire yeah, right, way right. to get that result. Right. I think you can be very well-meaning mm-hmm. and try to practice and they still not pop that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it just things happen and they go the way they do. No matter how hard you try, <laughs> how much you practice or whatever. Um, I agree. So I'm going to just do my best. <laughs> I'm going to keep um, not shooting the dark. You feel me? I'm going to try to prepare <laughs> as best I can. But depending on what kind of curveball little sis or bruv throws at me, we just gonna have to see when it happens. Because <laughs> ain't no telling what they're gonna be serving. Hello? Facts. <laughs> Facts. Mm. And that is that on that. A sis is already starting to start fighting. <laughs> I'm like, what? We already know she's a strong, independent woman. Yeah. Who, who, but her who did you is, have to work? Her mom is spicy. But she came out fighting, <laughs> fighting. I don't think I don't I don't consider myself feisty. Yeah, okay, Jordan. Y'all would consider me feisty. Yeah, you'd be downright yes, rude. Yes, you sometimes. are. You <laughs> talking about? about feisty. Yes, you're very feisty. You're very feisty. Yeah. That's interesting. What? Is this real? Is it qualified? Y'all said the same thing about me being aggressive. <laughs> that ain't how I see me. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> is it quantified? I would not have quantified myself as such. <laughs> definitely not quantified. What do you quantify think? You, what do you quantify yourself as? Quantify. What do you quantify yourself? I don't know. As? I just know it ain't feisty. Well, give us a. So <laughs> give us, give us, some, so we know the the range. Let's give us something that you would qualify yourself as. That's um, not feisty. I would qualify and quantify myself. As, sorry, quantify, <laughs> quantify. I would quantify myself as. No. Um, I think I'm funny. Um, I don't. But more know. to the spice effect. Like, if you didn't want to use the word feisty, what would you use it in? Right. Place? What would you say? Because the energy. What would the temperature be? Funny. Right. <laughs> what would? We're right. not talking about funny. Right. We're talking about which word are you I'm more passionate. comfortable with? I'm passionate. Ah, okay, Amanda Seals. <laughs> All right, there it is. There it is. There you are. <laughs> yes, you are passionate. So are me. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. So are me. <laughs> Right. A I lot of passionate. Most black women are passionate. Yeah, I think that's a good quantification. Most of us. I like that's a good quantification? Passionate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quantification. That's on period. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What a day. This is, this the, is we, a, we went from yeah. technology to children and upbringings, you know? This, this, mm-hmm. I, this was good. Yes. Conditioning, parental. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. Ooh, what you got? Right. Yeah. Cool. No, I was just 
I was just, yeah, I was just inspired by the conversation. Just, just more conversations just came in my head. So yeah, that's so cool. Okay, so, let's keep it going. Pop up. You know, make a baby. Well. <laughs> No, no, no. I know. <laughs> I was nope. like, waiting. No. Waiting for an answer. It is quarantine, honey. Don't get caught up. No. 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 <laughs> I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. forgive myself if I had a quarantine baby. I couldn't oh, wow. make it this oh, far what, baby? to have a quarantine baby. Quarantine baby. Oh, a quarantine baby. I'm sorry. I thought, okay. Because we talked yeah, about made it out of I didn't hear quarantine baby. I thought you said I wouldn't forgive myself if I had a poverty baby. And I was like, what is happening? That too. What is a piracy? <laughs> no. A poverty? A poverty baby? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. No. Oh that my count. God. That counts, honey. <laughs> I don't want no poverty baby. A, That's why I don't who have wants one. a poverty baby? I hate that question. They can be like, so you don't have a kid on purpose? Correct. Yeah. Somebody asked that? All the time. All the time. That's deep. Like, so no babies for you? That's nah, it. is that intentional or? <laughs> yeah, nigga, can, can you not be, what? <laughs> Child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get asked that, honey. Very interesting. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, give me, a, give me a couple years. I heard you say right. too. All right, kids. Every couple. Very couple? Right. Very couple, like a strong two? Very couple. Well, you know what? Very, very we couple. We have to yeah. check back. Because facts. this new relationship got all of your facts changing, honey. So uh-huh. I'm going to just wait on it till it happens. Because it could be next month. What? What episode what number, what episode number is it? Because you was like... 69. 60. Oh. 69. Oh, perfect. Yes. <laughs> it's nice. It's, 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 it's nice. No, because Khalil was like, oh, no, I don't want to ever shack up. No, I don't want to do that. I don't desire to do that. And on the last episode, you was like, yeah, you know, we talked about yeah. having them together. And I was like, what? So that keeps happening. So I'm going to just hold it yes. down. I'm going to try to erase everything away. Which yeah. is fine, because we have but to start normalizing changes. Yeah. Absolutely. I said all the time, this man got me okay. This relationship got me acting different. Feeling different, different. It happens. That's how I knew. Like, it happens. Mom. Um, yeah, well, we're gonna run this back way. for you if it's before. right. We're gonna play the snippet at the baby shower. Yeah, <laughs> when I say two years, when I say two years, <laughs> now let's take a you bet. Said we a can couple. take this bet right now. Don't try to prove us wrong. Wow. So, I said a couple, you and you said that's a strong two. No, I'm saying because couple right? doesn't a couple mean two. I said very couple, yeah, but don't be trying yeah. to make no bets. I, I'm good for I putting think, something down as a receipt. Let me play y'all back. So no, um, that's 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 what that is. Think it's just a bet with money. We you that's the same thing you said. Well, let's run this episode back. So let's put some money with it. Then. All right. Well, how much you putting on it? I'll keep the. But I don't have a baby before. Because shit is changing. I'm not putting no money on nothing. Two years. When do you they, think you're gonna have this? Because you said a couple. Two. I'm saying a couple is two, right? So you saying two? So if you have a child before, so I'm saying that I will not have a child before. Right. Now let's less clarify. Than two years. Do we mean have okay? I gotta go. Have a child or get pregnant? Why you gotta go? Um, no, because if I get pregnant, that'll be perfect because I would have it in a third year. Like I, I wanna, you know, I no. could be pregnant, but having the kid before in two years, I'm not gonna be a mom. I'm not gonna have a child. 
Okay. So how much money we put on 22. it? Twenty two. We could no play shade on our confidence. So I don't want my money in this. I don't want my money in this pot. <laughs> that's no shade. I'm not confident. What do you? What do you? Keep the receipt. But you were saying you, you were saying people. I flip sided. You said I was right, which is why I'm sitting. You on said I was flip sided. You are, and it's a continuous right. thing. Things keep changing. So well, y'all get married in quarantine because y'all hype. But y'all Jordan is like, saying no, Jordan is saying I'm now. not. So JB, right, it's a hundred dollars on y'all. She can make her money. I'm the witness. <laughs> I'm putting in a hundred dollars that you'll that it won't, right. you won't make it two years. Okay. We virtually shaking on it. Episode sixty nine. Yes. Episode sixty nine. Don't have, if you make <laughs> if you have a baby before May twenty twenty two, I want my hundred dollars at the baby shower, bro. Fact. I'll make it sweeter. I will make an announcement. You hear me? Announcement. <laughs> <laughs> that is not happening, my guy. <laughs> and now, I, like, love. I just thought, <laughs> you know me. It was just a hundred dollars over my life, my happiness, but I chose my happiness. So, sis, I'll eat this. Send it a right, I eat this hundred dollars. <laughs> All right, y'all. Mm-hmm. Now, don't trick me and go get on a five-year yes. birth control. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I be- and I don't believe in birth control. So you have. You have a, uh, well, not, I don't believe in it. I don't follow it well. So you oh. have, you know, you have more, um. Reasons to win. It's more, yeah. Small horses in your favor, a corner, whatever. I take small bills, in your, in bills, legal bills, whatever you got. I want one. I want a crisp one. And I want you to slap <laughs> it on your forehead. And so that at my baby shower, I can just take it off. <laughs> four months later. That's what I want you to bring single. it. I want you to bring it at my yeah, baby shower. Yeah, I actually Later. want mine. Yeah, I want mine with a band on it. Yep, with the band. <laughs> I want a. I want a bankroll. I want a bankroll, nigga. Okay. So we could go to the club, like <laughs> we knew. <laughs> okay, you did not press stop recording, so we oh, been chopping it for the <laughs> longest time. Oh. Oh. All right, bye. bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. To keep the convo going and to find out more information about upcoming episodes, follow us on social media at ITZ Facts Only.